Okay, good morning. Um, can you believe that it's already May 31st, the last day of May? But today isn't significant and important because it's the last day of May. You all know what today is, right? Do you know what today is? That's right. It's the 50th day from Easter, which makes today Pentecost Sunday. Yay! So um, I'm going to ask. I'm going to pray. Holy Spirit, I ask that you teach us today. That you will remind us again that God keeps his promises. So let's get started. All right. So let's see how much you all remember from last two weeks. Okay. Um, last week I introduced a word to you. Do you remember what that word was? It began with a T. The word is testimony. Okay. A testimony is when you give your word, saying that it is true. When you give your word, that means you're testifying that you are, what you're saying is true, that it's accurate, and it's not a lie. So if you remember, we've been talking about the Feast of Pentecost and how in the Old Testament, it was an all-day feast when families would travel from near and far to get to Jerusalem. They would bring the first fruits of their crops to God. They did this as a thank you to God because God kept his promise that God would take them to a promised land and take care of them so that when the people brought their first fruit offerings, they were giving back to God a share of whatever crops that they were able to grow in the land that God gave to them. So you see, the Feast of Pentecost was the day that the people brought their thanks to God. On top of that, I also told you that the day of Pentecost was a celebration of one other thing that was very, very important to the Israelites. Do you remember what that was? If your answer was God's word, his commandments, then you're right. The people were celebrating the day God revealed himself to them and made them God's people. Let me try to tell the story a little better. Do you remember how God brought the people out of the land of Egypt, the land where they were slaves? Do you remember all this? You remember how Moses split the Red Sea as the Egyptians tried to take them back as slaves? Well, God did something more than just save them from slavery. He did something more than bring them out of Egypt. Get this. After God brought them out of Egypt, God decided to reveal himself, to show himself to the Israelites. You see, once the Israelites escaped the Egyptians, they wandered in the desert to get to the land that God promised them. So while they were in the desert, Moses and the people were near a mountain, and that mountain was called Mount Sinai. When suddenly, on the third morning, there was thunder and lightning. A cloud covered the top of Mount Sinai. And suddenly a sound that came from heaven that sounded like a trumpet 
and it gave out a loud blast. Everyone came out of their tents and they trembled with fear. Moses wasn't afraid. He wasn't scared. He knew it was God. So he led the people out of the area where they were camping and he gathered all the people at the bottom of Mount Sinai. Moses brought them there to meet God. You see, smoke covered Mount Sinai because the Lord came down in it in fire. Can you imagine that? The whole mountain trembling and it shook like an earthquake. The sound of the trumpet got louder and louder. You see, God wanted to show himself to the people. To tell them that he is their God. I know that you and I both know that God is not fire. That's silly. God is not an earthquake. But God used fire and earthquake to show the people that he is amazing. No one can see God because he is not like humans. He doesn't have a body like us. God is invisible. But God still wanted to show the people that God was with them. So God showed them who he was in a way that was impossible for any humans to do. I mean, no human can make a fire sit on top of a mountain or make the mountains tremble and shake. God wanted to give the people a very special gift. He wanted to reveal himself to the people and wanted to give them something that made them know that he was their God and that they were his people. So God told Moses to come up to the mountain, and Moses did. And it is at the top of this Mount Sinai that God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. It is at the top of this mountain that God gave his word, his law, to be their God. He gave it to Moses to take back to the people. Because God gave the people his word, they became the people of God, Israel. You see, Pentecost was Israel's birthday. They became God's people when God revealed himself to them and gave them his word, making them his people. That's why every generation since Moses, from generation to generation, they would remember to celebrate this amazing thing that God did for them. Every generation would make that long journey to the temple in Jerusalem and bring their first fruits and give their testimony of how God saved them how God revealed himself to them, how God gave them his law, and how they became the people of God. So now, the story gets even more exciting, even more amazing. I want all of us to fast forward about 1,250 years later. That's a lot of years. To the time when Jesus was alive. In the world. You all know what happened after Jesus was crucified and buried in the tomb, right? You all know? I know you all know. What happened after Jesus was buried? That's right. He rose from the grave. And what do we call that day? That's right. 
Easter. So after Jesus rose from the grave, he appeared to his disciples and he stayed in the world with them for about more than 40 days. Then Jesus gathered his disciples and he commanded them, do not leave Jerusalem. He told them not to go back home to Galilee, but to stay in Jerusalem. He told them to stay and wait for the gift that God promised to give them. You see, God promised to send a helper to the disciples. The helper is the Holy Spirit. Jesus knew that once he left the world and went back to the Father in heaven, he would no longer be physically with them anymore. So God had an amazing plan for them. God was again going to provide for his people. God knew that we, all of us, would need a helper. Because without God's help, we would not be able to be a part of God's big plan for us. We need the Holy Spirit, who is the helper, to share the story of Jesus with the world. God knew that we needed the Holy Spirit to help us to understand God's word, the New Testament, the Old Testament, so that we might know the plans that God has made for his people. Without the help of the Holy Spirit, we can't understand the things of God. So after Jesus told his disciples all these things, told them not to leave Jerusalem, to wait for the Holy Spirit, Jesus was lifted up to heaven while the disciples were looking at him. So the disciples stayed in Jerusalem, just as Jesus commanded them to do. They stayed and waited. Jesus didn't tell them what day the Holy Spirit would come. But let's figure this out together. Jesus rose from the grave on Easter, and he was living with the disciples still for about 40 days. Hmm, what big feast do you think was coming up right around the corner? About 40 plus more days after Easter. That's right, Pentecost. Let's read Acts 2 verses 1 through 4 together. When the day of Pentecost came, all the believers gathered in one place, all of them. Suddenly a sound came from heaven. It was like a strong wind. It filled the whole house where they were all sitting. They saw something that looked like fire in the shape of a tongue. The flames separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. They began to speak in languages they had not known before. The Spirit gave them the ability to do this. Can you imagine this? The wind was making loud sounds from heaven. Then fire that looked like a tongue appeared. Again, the Holy Spirit is not wind. The Holy Spirit is not fire. But God revealed them to them God's presence through wind and flames. Doesn't this kind of sound like the story we just heard from the Old Testament? 
how God revealed himself on the top of Mount Sinai in a big fire. But this time it's different. In the Old Testament, God revealed himself with fire, but only Moses got to go up to the mountain. Because only Moses got to be in the presence of God, Moses only was given the download of God's word. The rest of the people had to stay at the bottom of the mountain. So only Moses was given the words to speak to the people of God. But here in the New Testament, the fire comes, but doesn't just say so high. But it comes down and it separates and it splits off into small flyers. And they rest on each of the uh, disciples who are there, all the people who are gathered in Jesus' name. In the New Testament, God revealed himself to disciples so that they all receive the power of God. So much so that each one of them were able to speak in a language that they didn't even know before. Remember, these disciples are from Galilee. But all of a sudden, they were able to speak in all kinds of other languages. Each and every one of them started to speak. And do you know what they were saying? Do you know what words they were speaking in so many different languages? Do you know? They were testifying of the great and mighty deeds of God. They were giving testimony of how God saves. But here's something more. You see, because it was a time of the Feast of Pentecost, there were all these devout Jews in Jerusalem. So many people had come from near and far for the Feast of Pentecost. These devout Jews were people who obeyed God's commandments. And they were all gathered in Jerusalem. They all started to hear the disciples as they were testifying and giving testimony of the mighty deeds of God in languages that they understood. They were amazed. There's something I need to mention. I don't want you to think that when the, you have the Holy Spirit, you can all may speak in other languages. That's not what the story is telling us. It's just that when the Holy Spirit came down on that day, on the day of Pentecost, the disciples were made able to speak other languages because there were so many people of all nations in Jerusalem already there for the Feast of Pentecost. God wanted to bless all the nations. So God not only kept his promise and set the Holy Spirit to make the disciples bold to speak and share the gospel of Jesus Christ with others, God did it on a day where there would be so many godly people in Jerusalem to hear the good news. You see, when God gave the Holy Spirit, he gave the gift of the Holy Spirit to all Christians. It was because the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost that God's church started. There was no church before then. So Pentecost is the church's birthday. Because without the Holy Spirit, without having the word of God on our tongues through the help of the Holy Spirit, without the presence of God being given to each and every one of us, 
without being able to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord with the help of the Holy Spirit, we could never become God's people. Isn't God good? Isn't God so, so good? So let's pray. Will you open them and shut them? Holy Spirit, come and make us able. Open them, shut them. Fill us with God's word and make us full. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Open them, shut them, give your hands a clap. Open them, shut them, fold them in your laps. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for revealing yourself to us over and over again. Thank you for giving us the Holy Spirit as our helper who makes us able to confess Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. We are so grateful, so, so grateful that you did not leave us, but you stayed with us forever. Holy Spirit, help us each and every day to see the world as we ought to see it and to live our lives as you have commanded us to live in it. To love you, God, with all our hearts, soul, mind, and strength, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Kids.